This is your host, Dr. Mesma Shabazz. Happy Friday, beautiful women of the world. I somehow feel two weeks just flew by and I'm excited to be here with you again. I am grateful that we come together to share thoughts, ideas, opportunities, and connections that would support our inner work and growth. We walk this path together, yes, to create a body-mind-spirit continuum where we can self-heal, self-understand, self-transform our lives, which will lead to finding ultimate answers to our destinies and the meaning of life. Always know that there are several paths on our spiritual journeys, and our paths meet for some reason. And so when we find the simple yet powerful ways to transform our lives, let's be willing to share processes that have worked for you and me with others so they may find healing, inspiration as well. It is in sharing our stories that we become stronger together. So this week's conversation is about reflection and developing a reflective routine to enhance our inner work and growth. There's an anonymous quote that I want to share with you, and it says that every question takes us on a quest. You find reflective processes in all spiritual traditions, and they are intended to be a means of preparation. Help us remember our life's dreams, our purpose or calling, and for the sole reason of staying connected to the great gift of life itself. In my coaching work right now, I have a platform where I pose reflective questions weekly for participants to enable them to engage their own thought processes and reveal some of the issues in their blind spots, as well as become cognizant of some of the issues that they may be getting in a way of doing the things that their hearts call them to do. As I outlined in the seven rites of passage, we all experience different stages of growth and we cycle through some of them as we continue this life's journey. And I'd like to recommend, as a woman of power and grace, Dr. Angelis Arian, and the book, The Fourfold Way, which gives details of four actionable ways that support our true nature. The way of the warrior, the way of the healer, the way of the teacher, and the way of the visionary. What stage are you at right now? I feel these ways interconnect with our reflective processes because we must understand where we are on our journeys so we may tune in appropriately to our guidance and finding solutions. We know we are always being tested, challenged in our lives and pertinently in areas we need to pay the most attention to. We are always learning and growing. And it pays off when we are also curious learners because that sets us up 
to expanding our awareness. As we begin expanding, information flows to us easily and consequently silences to some extent our self-critic. This phase enables us to get to the heart of matters at hand confidently. So what is the way of the warrior? In my transformational coaching sessions, I teach personal leadership. And the essence of personal leadership for women is to balance being a leader in their own life choices with being in partnership with others, including spouse, co-workers, family, children, and friends. You can identify where your strengths and challenges are currently and how you bring leadership to your own positions. The way of the warrior is to balance power with love and truth. The way of the healer. Now I'm sharing my article on the four-chambered heart, which you'll find on my website as well. And I find it peculiarly interesting as we celebrated Valentine's Day earlier this week. We know that the body is a magnificent instrument of God that holds wisdom. And the heart is well positioned at the center of everything. The way of the healer is tied to this, right? Consequently, the heart plays a significant role in receiving and balancing our groundedness, connections to the outside world, our personal power on the one hand, and our intuitive expression, communication, and spiritual clarity on the other. I'm sure you would agree that love is the one universal attribute we either understand well or are totally confused by. I think we will be well served to underscore the superb function of the heart and how the four chambers impact our life choices and the decisions we make. The four-chambered heart is about living with an open, strong, clear, and full heart. That is the way of the healer. Living with an open heart. Now, when the heart is open, we present and offer the best parts of who we are and offer that to everyone and everything we do. Being open means that we have found a way to that full expression of the divine within, in spite of any old wounds, trauma, and disappointments. When we inhibit our expression with the pain we hold in our hearts about past experiences, we remain closed-hearted. At this stage, it is important to reflect on experiences or conditions that keep our hearts to remain closed and begin a process that will support our healing. Living with a closed heart does not serve anyone, particularly the people with whom we have relationships. Now, what does living with a strong heart mean? This approach to living clearly delineates our personal boundaries. If we courageously communicate these boundaries to concerned parties, 
our lives will be blissful. Sometimes, for fear of being branded as selfish or not caring enough, we choose to become weak-hearted and we consciously put others' interests first or above our own. The latter approach denies the opportunity to gain or maintain any peace of heart and mind. What we experience is the energy of bottom feeders. It is also most likely to feel like living in the sunken place when we don't have boundaries. The only option we have is to take a stand that honors us first. Now, living with a clear heart means that we are all intuitively guided. Let me put it that way. And deep down in our hearts, we know the truth and answers to all our questions. With increased societal pressures to always keep doing versus simply being, we have often relegated spiritual practice, staying silent, and connecting to source to a distant place. As spiritual beings having a physical experience, connecting to source is as essential as the heartbeat and breathing. When the foundation is strong in this regard, there's not a shadow of doubt in our clarity of purpose. Living with a full heart, the fourth chamber, is the experience of grace fullness, and that is profound. And it is a state that allows us to give to others without hesitation. We understand how abundant we are, so there's no room for half-hearted giving. The expression of gratitude is one of the ways we can experience full-heartedness. When we feel or do things half-heartedly, it is best to remove ourselves from the situation or circumstance. The question to ask is, are we vibrating and living with an open, strong, clear, and full heart? That is the way of the healer. If our answer is no to any of the, these chambers, then it is important to begin an emotional and spiritual process of becoming authentic, and courageous. The space within the heart allows us to give, forgive, and let go of our hearts and to find ourselves at the places we want to be. And we talked about forgiveness in our last episode. Furthermore, a healthy, open, strong, clear, and full heart allows us to create a sanctuary of peace, joy, abundance, beauty, and love from within. So I end this conversation on this note. The reflective process is a platform that enhances our growth and helps us to cultivate a mechanism that is fluid and unique to each and every one of us. And to truly transform our individual worlds we must engage the four intelligences, the spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical worlds. And this is the real way 
to also impact our social well-being in a spectacular way. Of these four intelligences, which is your greatest strength? And which ones do you need to work on to create balance? That is the reflective question to end this conversation. In our next episode, we will look at the third and fourth actable ways of being, the way of the teacher and the way of the visionary. And I'm grateful to Dr. Angelis Ari for leaving us with this wisdom. I'm including a link below where we can subscribe to the weekly reflective questions and participation in them. And I look forward to seeing you in the platform and in two weeks here. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for sharing. And I have some numbers for you that is exciting in our next conversation. Be a woman of power and grace. Much love to you. And thank you. I'll see you in a couple of weeks.